Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. It's Thursday the 9th, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I am with my formidable guest, Matt Yant. Matt, thanks for hi. joining me today. Hi, ho. Good to we see are, you. Hi, ho. Hi, ho, neighbor. We're in our respective basements, uh, and we are, uh, Matt was just saying how his energy is growing as we're reading through these passages, as we're diving deep. Um, I love this. I love that we get to track one book together this week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I am. I, I, I'm getting more comfortable with this. I mean, even as a pastor who speaks in front of people, like I was a little nervous to be a guest on your podcast. Uh-huh. And, um, but for those of you who might get asked to be on this podcast in the future, um, it's really not that bad. And it's actually kind of fun. Um, just It's just having a conversation around the scriptures. And like you pointed out, like, uh, while we try to do this live, um, we're doing this separately from our basements and mm-hmm. I'm in my man cave and you haven't yet pointed out yet this week that there are f- antlers all around me. Like there's four or five sets of antlers around me in my man cave and the biggest one is yet to come, which I'm very, very excited about. So um, yes. I just wanted to throw that in there for anyone listening um, so you know the context of, of where I'm coming from this did, morning. Now, did you buy these antlers? <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, they're not very big, and uh, some of them, like, I'm not even going to put on the camera right now for Brendan to see because uh, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed by their size. But it's a starter pack. They're, they're, you bought it from Costco. Pack. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Make your man cave look legit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but thanks to Lon, uh, I'm gonna have a beauty, you know, um, hanging up yes. here um, sometime in the next year. I know. I know. I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, today the scripture passage is John 13, verses 33 through 35, which is a short little passage. We call this a pericope in the preaching world. Um, So we've got uh, three small verses, but they are uh, really important verses. So mind if I read this one, Matt? Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. John 13, 33. Little children, I'm with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so I now say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, so you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. What do you think, Matt? What's grabbing your attention in that? You know what? Your first two words that you said grabbed my attention. Hmm. Jesus refers to his disciples in this moment as little children. And I I don't think he's being derogatory. I I don't think he's being belittling. Um, I think he's being incredibly loving in this moment. I mean, I've been thinking about that. Like, uh, you know, he's not the father. He's the son. Um, but he's acting as the surrogate father, sort of as the, the spiritual parent. Like part of discipling people is, is being a spiritual parent, you know, and um, he, he's activating like 
kind of that role and identity in this moment, I, I think out of great compassion and out of great love. Like he, he's viewing these not just as, you know, guys who've been hanging out with him for three years and, uh, you know, like he loves them to the extent that a, a parent can love a child and, and want good for them. And so he has good words for them. And uh, I, I just am struck by how he addresses them as, you know, little children. And, and I think in that mindset, it's almost like he's about to like say something like, let me make this very simple. Hmm. You know, little children, I'm going to say something and it's going to be very clear and simple. And then he goes on to say, love one another. I mean, can, can you get any more simpler than that? You know, mm-hmm. love one another, just love one another. Like I loved you, love one another. Like he it, it doesn't, it's not complicated. Yeah. I love that. Jesus is only like 33 years old or so, mm-hmm. but the disciples are presumably like in their late teens. Mm-hmm. So they are kind of still, you know, adolescence. I mean, adolescence is really like a 20th century convention, but they're younger than him. So I, I think of that too. Like these, these disciples have gone through so much and they're about to go through a whole lot more watching their teacher be executed and mm-hmm. um, being scattered and the whole fate of the church being rested on their shoulders and being persecuted and sent out into the world. And I would, I mean, other places, Jesus sends them out like lambs among wolves. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus feels like kind of protective over his disciples um, in some ways, like wants to make sure they're okay. And it's a term of endearment, right? Little children. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that you pointed that out. Thank you for that. Um, and uh, for me, it was verse 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Um, we just had a series on fellowship back in, what was that? Three years ago. <laughs> it feels like. <laughs> that could we used to see each other live, face to face. Remember when we used to have church in person? Yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and that's been something that's been on my heart for a while is the way that our fellowship is our witness that when we love each other, when we have unity, we show the world what God's love is and whatever your evangelism strategy, whatever you're doing to try to make disciples, whatever you're doing to try to grow the church, whatever you're doing to try to invite people into faith or whatever it is, um, people who are new to faith ultimately need to see it lived out in mm-hmm. community. If, you can have all the tracks in the world. You can have evangelistic crusades, whatever. But if people don't experience the love of God um, in community, in the church, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like it just falls flat. You know, by this, everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. The other way to look at this for me is the early church, that's all they had. They didn't have doctrines. They didn't have Bibles. They didn't have uh, buildings or budgets. They didn't have websites or marketing campaigns. Didn't have big revival meetings. All they had was a community that loved each other deeply. Mm-hmm. And they really lived by this, that they, they had love for one another, like Jesus um, prayed for them. And that's how the world knew that, that, uh, that Jesus had risen from the dead, was mm-hmm. that his disciples loved each other um, mm-hmm. unlike anybody else. So for me, I mean, it's a really simple command. Like you said, it's, it's so simple, 
Um, but it's so important and it's a huge command to have radical love for each other um, that transcends anything that the world has ever seen. So um, thank God that the Holy Spirit fills with that, fills us with that love. But it's also a challenge to me to, um, to keep growing in my love for my fellow disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and we're living in such a unique moment in time, time right now. I mean, as we record this, uh, you know, when you were going through that list of all the things the early church didn't have, um, we're, we're kind of resembling that in some ways right now. Like we don't have, we have buildings, but um, we don't have the opportunity to, to come together. And we can't use that as an excuse to not love one another. I mean, like, you know, we need to be a, the church in this moment um, has an obligation, you know, to this command, this new commandment uh, to, to love one another well and to love, you know, those around us well. And um I'm excited about the the stories that that hopefully were going to be written during this time of ways that the church found uh, or discovered new ways to to express and demonstrate that love for one another, even when they couldn't physically be together. I mean, mm-hmm. we still have um, people we can call. We have we have neighbors we can you know see on a walk. We we have people we can help. Um, I mean, there's this is a moment to to really. Um, live into this this simple simple command love one another and, and i love like in verse 34 how, how jesus gives the te- he reminds us of the template you know um as i have loved you mm-hmm. um that's the the example that's the picture so all we need to do is just immerse ourselves into the gospels and just see how jesus loves people and ultimately uh to be reminded um how has Jesus loved us? You know, he demonstrated his love for us while we were yet sinners. You know, Christ died for us. He, he became that wheat kernel, you know, that died in order to bring life. And um, that's our picture. That, that's the example we're to follow, you know, to, to give all of ourselves away uh, so that others can, can have life. That's what love looks like. That's how Jesus loves us. And he's saying, you know, that's how people will know you're my, you're my people is when you love them that way. And uh, that convicts me and that challenges me and that inspires me. Yeah. I'm, th- I, I'm reminded of, uh, so in Hebrews 12, it says, in your struggle against sin, you have not re- yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Mm. Uh, meaning that's the, that's the standard. Like you're saying, that's the standard. Jesus went to the cross to mm-hmm. combat sin and to express his love for us, to mm-hmm. overcome sin and, and express love. And um, until we have gone to the point of shedding our blood uh, to love our neighbor, to love each other, um, we haven't gone far enough in, mm-hmm. in growing in love. So mm-hmm. there's a lifetime of learning how to love each other better. Um, yeah. So um, and, and just yeah. like you began, little children, it makes me think of uh, in Luke, you know, um, I wrote this down the other day. I think it's Luke 12, but he says this, um, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Um, mm. You know, we, we have all that we need. We have all the resources we need to love like Jesus loves um, mm-hmm. because we've been given the kingdom of God as his children. 
Well, I think that's a good note to end on. Um, you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. Today is Mondi Thursday. Mondi comes from the word mandare, which means command. Mm. So I pray that today is defined by the command, Jesus' new command to love each other. So go find somebody to love today, and we will join you back tomorrow with a podcast that's going to be a little different than our normal podcast we're gonna so join in to see what that's like and uh we'll be in your earbuds tomorrow when you press play see you then before we end this episode i wanted to include a listener email from joy ensing and read this to you it says this i know i emailed you before brennan but i felt compelled to email you again thank you joy on with email. Prior to all this pandemic, I had been sporadic with listening to the podcast, but I've been participating in the Bible reading plan. But what a breath of fresh air these podcasts have been during these uncertain times. It's such a blessing to start the day hearing familiar voices reading the scripture and discussing it. Today was such a treat to hear our pastors reading the scripture and being real about what they see in it. A couple of things that stood out to me were the statement of focusing on people, not categories and not judging others. I look forward to each morning hearing fresh insight on the scriptures, hoping this can continue past Easter as a way for us to stay connected. I'm so grateful for leadership that is stepping out in new ways and pushing us a little out of our comfort zone. Love our Zoom meetings for church. Thanks for all you do to further God's kingdom here on earth. Joy Ensign. Thank you, Joy. What a lovely email to receive from you. And to answer your question, yes, we are continuing the podcast. Um, after Easter. Uh, that'll be season two, and we're kicking it off with Laura DeVisser. So you can look forward to that, um, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much, Joy. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.